It's time for Q&A in the Kitchen, podcast edition. How to prepare for a tattoo or a piercing. Brought to you in part by Skin Kitchen Tattoo, the Axiom Body Piercing Studio, and Death Before Decaf. It's a show where tattoo artists and body piercers and those in the body art industry sit down and answer one question to the point where they beat it to death. So let's join the conversation now between Jack, Wesley, and Davo. I guess I will say first thing is first is uh, make sure you got a good sleep and a good meal inside you. Um, people pass out and feel nauseous sometimes, especially if it is your first tattoo. Um, so making sure you've got a good meal before you come um, that, that's good and healthy and a good night's sleep, that you're not stressed out, is always a really important factor. That's probably the first important factors, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, is making sure that you're in a good place in your own head for for being able to get a tattoo or a piercing. So Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd pretty much just second that. A good night's sleep is good. If you're out the night before partying it up and you come in and you're half hungover and you, you know, you're you uh, dehydrated and everything else, not only is that going to make it harder on you, your skin is going to be dehydrated. It's going mm-hmm. to affect how your tattoo goes. Um, so uh, it's going to make it be a lot better experience. Get a little bit of food in you just so you're not on an empty stomach. Good night's sleep. Um, and really just having a, just trusting your artist. I think a lot of people let themselves get stressed out because they've seen so many bad tattoos or they've heard so many bad stories and I think it's a good idea to remind yourself that the reason you came to Skin Kitchen is so you don't have to worry like that. You know, like we got you. You know, we're we're going to take care of all that stuff. You're not going to have to worry about getting a bad tattoo or, you know, anything like that. Just, you know, let that go. That's our that's on us and we've got that handled. So, you know, you just worry about if you have any if you work in any kind of conditions where you have like rough skin or dirty skin frequently um it doesn't hurt to help lotion up beforehand a little bit maybe a couple of days if you're if right. you're prone to dry skin that's that's a rare thing even then it's not even a super necessary thing just maybe some of the most more heavy industrial kind of right. jobs generally. and that reminds me too a lot of people think that uh you know they have to shave first, you know. Nope. They, you don't. We'll you don't have to shave you. at all, you know. It's I mean, not weird to us. We'll no, 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 no. Yeah, it, uh, some people are kind of weird. Like, I didn't know if I was supposed to shave or not. Don't have to shave. Because a lot of times you probably don't do that good of a job anyway, and we have to kind of, you know, make up for it anyway. And uh, a lot of times uh, you'll end up shaving more than you had to or anything else. So, um, but yeah, no, no um, need for that. Back to the alcohol. Being hungover coming in, does yeah. it, it increases the likelihood of you bleeding more. Yeah. It can. You still will have alcohol in your system. That's what... Ha- being hungover is purging your system of the poison. Right. So you're going to be more prone to bleeding. You're going to be more prone to passing out, possibly. Yeah. So that's two reasons. Um, one of the things I always suggest is visiting ahead of time. Talk to your artist, get to know them a little bit so that you feel mm-hmm. confident and comfortable. If it takes you three trips to do that, yeah, we might be a little annoyed, but we'd rather <laughs> have you like that than either not show up yeah. or Absolutely. pass out on us because it's not always it's not fun all no. the time. Uh, the other thing is, is uh, moral support. Yeah. Find somebody that's actually positive in you getting it and have them come with you. That way you feel like you're kind of ganging up against the artist. <laughs> so you have somebody in your corner. You have a good corner man, good shout guy. 
Uh, do not bring anybody that's going to sit there and go, oh, my God, that hurts. That looks like it's painful. That, oh, I can't believe you're doing that. What is your mother going to think of this and all this other stuff? Yeah, Freezer's going to feel you had, positivity. <laughs> yeah, I've had to kick people out of the room because they were obviously not wanting the person to get it done. They were usually a significant other. And they were just detrimental to that person's mental state. Mm-hmm. Which uh, may be question the relationship in the first place, but at the same time, <laughs> and it, it's natural to rouse your buddies and all that stuff. Yeah, but yeah. you know, if you're comfortable with somebody doing that, then fine. But usually, it's a good idea to just have, especially if it's your first time. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. You know, bring along ten people, not a great idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a good, a good, you know, moral companion that's there to, you know, help you through it is is no problem. If that helps keep you cool, then especially if they've been through the process before, so they kind of know what right. you're going through. Right, right. Unless it's one of those know-it-alls <coughs> that got a 20-minute tattoo one time and uh, they've seen every episode of Miami. Been doing this the whole yeah, time? Yeah, like, oh. so uh, what kind of machines are you using? Oh, yeah, yeah, my cousin uses those. Yeah, he's, he's the best tattoo in the world. It's no big deal. Like, oh, yeah? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, you don't nitpick your tattoo artist. They don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> or your piercer. I don't like to be second-guessed. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. That's it's, that's what I was talking about, trusting your artist. Yeah. You know? It depletes Not, on our confidence a little bit. It makes right. us second-guess ourselves, and we don't want to do that. Yeah. Because then we have to double-check everything, and we could yeah. end up overworking your tattoo because of that. Or not um, doing something that you could have really enjoyed because you've put up so many of these barriers and said, well, what are you absolutely. doing there? What are you doing there? That when, when we're doing the tattoo, we're going to be like, well, okay. Now we don't want to take that extra 10%. Yeah, I would do that, but... Exactly. So, you know, it's one thing, you know, it's totally cool if you bring in a design and you're like, this is the design and this is the way I want it, no sweat. Mm -hmm. But if you come in and go, I got something up here and I need it drawn, then you have to understand that your idea is going to have to go through that filter of, of an artist and then it's going to get to the paper. So unless, right, it's, it has to, no matter what, no matter how hard you try, Whatever goes through my brain and comes out my hand, it goes through me. So it's going to have me on it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, you've got to understand that. So in picking your artist, think about that. You know, if, if you're looking at their work and they've got kind of the, you know, everybody's kind of got a feel and a style to their work. If that's not the, you know, if you don't think that feel or that style is going to work with what you're wanting, then find another artist. Because they, you know, because like I said, they're, they're going to come through no matter what. It's mm-hmm. going to be a little bit them, no matter how bad they want to beat it out of themselves or whatever. Um, so just keep that in mind that, you know, we're trying to take an image out of your head and get it on paper as close as we can. But realize, no matter what, it has to go through us first. Unless you can draw it yourself, <laughs> which is great. I love it. Bring in finished artwork. Great. I'll Xerox it right on you. No problem. I'm, I'm, that's great. But if you've got something, then you've got to run it through my program, and I have to decipher that code and put it on the paper. It's gonna, you know, there are gonna it's be, gonna be different from mine, right? And some people yours. love that because they want some of Jack in there, they want some of Wesley in there. I want you to take the design, but I want it to, to be you too, and that's great. But for the people who don't want that, then you know you might have to look a little harder to find that artist that kind of naturally is already in your brain, if yeah. that makes any sense. So. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know how probably far off. Well, well that is good preparation. For it brings it brings into yep. it's a collaborative effort. Even when exactly. marking, you're saying the reason why I show it to you is so that you can go, oh yeah, that's what I envisioned. Yes. When I close my eyes and I peer into my inner self, this is where I see that being. 
Right, exactly. Because otherwise, I be upset after the after the piercing's done that it's not exactly where you envisioned. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's hanging to the side differently than where it should be. You see, our jobs is collaborative, but our jobs is to take that vision that you have and that idea that you have and shift it into reality where it's going to work. Yep. And it's still going to look good. Right. Mm -hmm. And that trust issue, I think, is the biggest part of it. Yeah. Is working with your artist, not uh, or your piercer, uh, as someone you're collaborating with, not someone you're pointing at things and going, "Do this." Yeah. Because that's one. That's that's not a very good working relationship with someone that you're trying to create something that you're both going to enjoy. Mm -hmm. um, and it yeah, it puts you in that de defensive posture, and you're not going to get the most out of your artist if you're you know picking and, mm -hmm. and, and and tearing down and questioning, questioning, questioning. You know, we want you to get what you want. Uh, absolutely, and if we and if and, and and it's our job too to make sure that we're satisfied that we know what you want. So you know, uh, consultations are a great thing. It's mm -hmm. not wrong. Sit down, yeah. sit down with your artists and chat with them. Um, but almost every artist that I've ever known, we're not charging for consultations. We just want to know what your idea is. We'll discuss it with you. We'll say what works for you. Um, if it's anything, you know, if you think you're going to spend more than a hundred bucks on a tattoo, that's a good idea of a, when you should be consulting mm -hmm. an artist. I mean, most anything out lower than that, you could probably walk into most shops and find a way to get it. Mm -hmm. But um, that's and that's not the truth of every case, but yeah. but most of them. Yeah, this does not hurt to do but, a consult. But big cases, sit down, talk with them. Go ahead, sorry. This is the same thing with piercing. Yeah, Especially yeah. if it's going to make you feel more comfortable with the artists that you have. It's coming in, talking to them about you know what type of jewelry they want to use, what their sterilization techniques are, mm -hmm. how clean they are, and whether or not they have any experience with it. And, and I always tell people, it's like, part of my job, I love what I do for a living. I love sharing it with people. Yeah. And anybody that doesn't believe that, check out my website, and you will <laughs> believe me yeah. after you've looked through the amount of content. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've done oh, since, I don't know, almost 20 years now. Yeah. So, if you go into a shop and you start talking to somebody, I'm, I'm happy to take five minutes out of my time to answer a bunch of questions and maybe give you some information that you can make a proper decision. Even if I don't end up exactly. doing the piercing, or it's a piercing I don't do, I want you to make that educated at least, decision. Yeah, at least you were educated about it. And yes. you, you know, did I did as good as I could to make sure you got the best result you could do, even if I did it or not. Yeah. And, I'm, and we're the same way. Yes. You know, I, I'll, you know I, I like to educate people more, you know, just for instance, you'll hear people come in, oh, yeah, my skin doesn't take red. Well, why do you think that? Oh, my artist, you know, blah, 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 red fell out. That's, that's a myth. Yeah. It's, does, it's a t total fucking myth that hackers use to hide behind uh, their, uh, you know, the fact that they Shall can't do what they're supposed to, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so things like that, you know, sure, we could perpetuate that rumor and to make it a little easier on us to when we, you know, red falls out. But no, that's it's bullshit. It's it's wrong. It's you know, uh, it's just a fallacy. So you know, if you anything like that, you know, uh, talk to your artist, ask them. You know, don't believe the hype on a lot of that stuff because a lot of it is you know the artist just trying to lower blame it on you. Lower quality ink or something like right. that. But it's not to say that you can't hold it. Right. Yeah. It's not down to the color. You know. Uh, quickly, the reason red people say that a lot of times about red is because what happens when you poke the skin with a needle? Well, it fucking turns red. Whether you got ink on it or not, it's the skin's going to get irritated. So as you're working red in, not only is skin getting irritated, but you're putting red pigment in there. So it's a little tough to tell: is that red pigment or is that the skin being pissed off? So what artists tend to do is they go, "Well, I'll just make sure it's red, not just pissed off skin," and they go over it again and again and again. It work. It gets too overworked, and then. 
this, the red rejects, and ta-da, you don't hold red. So quickly, you know, it's things like that that it's good to, uh, you know, just ask and don't. Uh, so many people are like, oh, I don't want yellow in it. Why not? Well, it doesn't hold. <laughs> yeah, yes, it does. You know. So anyway, um, yeah. Uh, I, the I don't industry's know. come a long ways in the last decade. Our right. inks are really high quality now. Yeah, so. there's you know there's pretty much a technique or a way to do about anything you want to, no matter what you're mm -hmm. you've been told. You know yeah. uh, whether your skin will hold or not. So you know skin tone, uh, and we can talk about that in, in another question. But you know there's there are factors, but. You not holding red is definitely not one. You have been listening to Q&A in the Kitchen, recorded live at the Skin Kitchen Tattoo, located in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, those on the panel were Debo from the Axiom Body Piercing Studio, Jack Lowe from Skin Kitchen Tattoo, and Wesley Dickerson from the Skin Kitchen. If you'd like to see further episodes, please stay tuned. We'll be posting more in the future, and do subscribe. If you would like to watch the video version of this, go over to our YouTube channel. We post these every other Sundays. You can subscribe there and not miss one episode. So until next time, have a good day, and happy piercing and tattooing. And if you're in the Des Moines area, we all hope to see you for your tattooing and piercing needs in the future.